0: no pain. Howdy, folks. I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. My name is David Hutari, and I'll be your host today. We are a podcast that is devoted to spiritual growth. And when I'm talking about spiritual growth, I'm talking about growth in our relationship with God and in our relationship with one another. It's really kind of hard. In fact, it's impossible to separate the two. You know, I mean, if we say... I love my neighbors, but I really, I don't know, I can't stand God that much. (laughs) Uh, We're really not growing spiritually, obviously. Or if we say, I love God, but we look around us and there is like the person next to us and say, inside of us, I really don't like them. In fact, I can't stand them. Well, if we say we love God who we can't see, and we look at the person next to us and we can see and we don't like him, it doesn't match it doesn't doesn't work so it takes it takes two to really grow spiritually so in our this po- in this podcast that is the focus is on spiritual growth, and in relation to God, I want to make it really clear up front that I'm speaking of God as our Father as our heavenly Father. And God as Jesus Christ, the Savior, the Son of God, the Word of God, and the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, three in one, the one in three, you can't take one away and call it God, or you can't change things around and call it God, can't say, well, I'm just into nature, so that's God, or I'm into a Wiccan form of uh, just developing formulas and that kind of stuff. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, man. You know, all of this basically not really God. And so without apology, this podcast is devoted to relationship with the most high God. And if you're in process, I say, man, I I, I joined the crew. I have been a person who's been a mystic, a truth seeker. And finally, I reached the end of my, my journey. My, my searching is over. Thank God. But I was a person who was on a journey. So another topic, another point in time. But if you're in a person, if you are a person who is in the place where you kind of said, you know, I, I, I'm being drawn, I want to know God, that's not just you. Okay, that's not just you one day waking up saying, you know what? I think, yeah, I'm going to add this to my self-improvement program. I want to know God. That inkling inside of you, that nudge, that drawing, that's from the Holy Spirit. We can't come to God. We don't even want to come to God on our own. We have this nature inside of us that is rebellious. It is full of doing things our own way. On our own terms, uh, we don't need nor do we want to have any kind of influence, especially influence from God, primarily because there's a misconceived notion about who God is, a characterization, a faulty view of who God is. Again, another topic for another point in time. But if you're the person who's being drawn by the Lord, I say you are definitely on a journey that is going to change your life. And if you'd like to find out more information in regard to just stuff like that, drop us a line, lifearoundthefire at gmail.com, all lowercase, all one word, lifearoundthefire at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Uh, touch base, just say hello, or you know, if you got a question, by all means, we would love to talk with you. And also, if you want to look at some of the previous podcasts, especially in April of 2021, there's a little more detailed outline of how, the, kind of, the, what's going on, man. If I'm being drawn by God, what's this all about? And we're not going to be taking the time in this podcast to talk about that. But if you want to find out more, check out a previous podcast. Or I'm sure, in fact, I know if you're in that process, you're going to be, you're going to find that people are going to be coming your way, and it's going to be by the work of the Holy Spirit. So. All that to be, all that, all that. ha <laughs> I'm a little bit excited. All that being said, today I want to focus in on something that has absolutely been really, really a focus taking place in my life and is experientially being worked out as we speak. And I'm, on one hand, I'm really happy about it. On the other hand, it's been somewhat difficult, man. And one of the things that we're trying to do and that we have been doing in this podcast is to be as real as possible. In being real, meaning if it hurts, it hurts. And if it's great, it's great. We're not gonna say it's great if it hurts. Or the other way around, we're gonna say, uh, well, we're always in pain and woe is me. Trying to be real, honest, and open so that nobody really has to second guess what's going on. So today The focal point is on transformation, and that's what's been going on in my life. So I'd like to share a few things pertaining to that. The word transformation, and uh, just on the surface, uh, yeah, I mean, you could just listen to it and say, transformation of the inner man, transformation, the renewing of the mind, transforming our mind, and it doesn't take long to just blow right by it. But what, what really, what's really going on? I mean, Okay, so I have a relationship with God, right? And in my relationship with God, I am being transformed. And so I'm being transformed into into what? Okay, I mean, a better person? That's rather nebulous, and that's really not the objective. I'm being transformed into a stronger, uh, you know, uh, religious individual? It's absolutely not the case. What am I being, what's happening? Well, what's happening is that the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God inside of us, is growing and developing within us the character and the nature of Jesus Christ. The mind of Christ as were word, the ways of Christ, the ways of God. Jesus, being the one who introduces us to God the Father, being drawn by the Holy Spirit, the full aspect of God is being combined, and we are in relationship with God, so we are in communion with him, and in that wonderful relationship, our minds are being renewed or transformed from where they once were to a new place, which is absolutely powerful. It's phenomenal. It literally really does take place. Where a person once who was perverted in their thinking can, no lo- can, can be a person who is no longer a pervert, not just by pulling up your bootstraps and saying, okay, I'm not going to be a pervert, I tell you, or having years' worth of counseling and saying that, you know, if we think positive thoughts or think differently on our own, that we can possibly change. Or if a person is a drunk or a drug addict, or a person who has been sexually promiscuous, a person who is a habitual liar. The list goes if we've had problems in our life, and that would be all of us, and our thinking has been wrong, it's been damaging, it's been hurtful to ourselves and others, the transformation process is something that is taking place. And in doing that, we are in a place where we most certainly can do some things to improve ourselves by making right decisions. However, our thinking, that stuff that goes on when no one else is seen, that stuff that goes on when we close our eyes at nighttime, that stuff that happens just seems to be like, it just happens. A thought and an action. It just Before you know it, you're in it. That kind of stuff. The transformation process. The work of the Holy Spirit. In Romans chapter 1, the Apostle Paul is talking to a a group of people in Rome in the first century A.D., and it's still pertinent today. He's telling them some things that are beneficial, that are going to be beneficial for them, beneficial now, then, and beneficial now. And he's saying that our bodies, our lives, should be offered as a living sacrifice to God, that our bodies are not our own. We offer ourselves to God and that they are his. His to have, his to use, were for his glory. And then he says that we should be renewed in our minds, that we would not conform ourselves to the thinking of the world around us, but we would be renewed, we'd be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And that transformation process is, again, that transformation process is a focal point in this particular podcast the transformation process now the same apostle talking to a totally different group of people in a place called Philippi in a letter that he wrote to him that we have in the bible called second or excuse me called philippians in the second chapter of the book of philippians we're picking up in the same century the apostle paul telling this group in philippi he says to them in chapter in chapter two this letter, he goes, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded. Having the same love, being one in spirit and purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than ourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Jesus Christ. Powerful, powerful, real living words. And he's encouraging these people to have the mind of Christ and to be transformed into this group of people collectively and individually, of course, but collectively so that they treat each other with compassion, with unity and oneness of heart. Something beautiful, something very attractive about that. And then his Exhortation is encouragement at the end is to have the mind of Christ. Now, the transformation process, once again, is just that. And sometimes it can feel like, or some of us have been brought up in settings where it is a, you got to. You know, you should. You got to. You better. If you don't, and it is a driving force behind it of something that is pressure, something that feels as though if I don't, if I don't get it together and if I don't do this thing, it's it's just not going to happen. And I better get on the stick. I better walk the straight and narrow. All that stuff is religious baggage. The reality of this good news is this. We are called as citizens into the kingdom of God, into relationship with God, And Jesus Christ brings us into a relationship with God as Father so that our relationship with God is complete. It's 100% restored. What a marvelous, powerful, beautiful thing. Finally, we get to come home. We don't have to be in that place of tension and searching anymore. (sighs) But the process of being transformed. Now, when Jesus takes us and when the Father accepts us and brings us into, into himself, we are, as a powerful act, we are secured in Jesus Christ as being perfect. Now, that place is perfect. Now we're in process of becoming perfect. That process, that sanctifying, that's an old-fashioned word, that sanctifying work Is powerful, but it is a process. I'm not perfect yet experientially, but I am perfect positionally. Now, in the process, what's going on? Well, a lot. But to bring it into some rather simple terms, what's going on is we are learning to cooperate with another life form inside of us. We're learning to cooperate with God. We're going to think like God, where previously we have been thinking like ourselves and the world, the system of society that's under the bondage of evil. That has been our mindset. Our thought patterns have been moving that way. Our synapses have been firing in that direction. It's been like we've been taking left turns all our life going in a downward spiral and now we're taking right turns and we're going into an upward spiral. So it's a whole new change of mind and change of direction. That's repentance. We're being drawn by love, by kindness, by the power and beauty, wonder, powerful love of God to enter into that relationship further and further with himself and others, however, we are cooperating with a way of life that is unnatural to us previously. And so at times we're going to run into some roadblocks. We're going to run into some stuff. We're running some old patterns that just don't seem to want to give up, man. They don't want to move. And we hit these roadblocks. And in those roadblocks, oftentimes what a person does, what I've done, is I stop and I go back to what I am comfortable with. Before, they gave me some comfort. And most of those things have been unhealthy. Now, I'm giving a little breather there because I want to say it again. When it reaches a point where I have had some difficult decisions to make regarding changes in the way that I'm thinking, my synapses just aren't firing. My brain patterns, my pathways just aren't clicking in the direction that are anywhere near like Christ. They, they they stop and they are reverting back to the old way. And that is, in my experience, always damaging, always bondage. It never has, you know, the old rock and roll never forgets. Ah, come on, man. It's the same old garbage. It's just, it's not new. Uh, with, with the hopes the thoughts that it might be new, might, might solve the problem. It doesn't. You and I know it. I'll say it again. It doesn't, man. Now, what do we do? We reach this impasse. That's where we become, once again, dependent. We like the outcome. God loves the process. Because in the process, we reach places where we are dependent again. Being transformed requires renewed dependency periodically. So, what I have recently experienced, because I've reached a couple of roadblocks in my life where I've been tempted to revert back to some old patterns of thinking. And with old patterns of thinking come old patterns of behavior. I stopped and not just stopped, but I stopped and I've asked God the simple thing, God help. You think, come on, man, it's getting more difficult than that. Well, I mean, yeah, you can. Uh, one person once asked John Wimber, do, Christian, do you think Christians can have a demon? He goes, yeah, but I don't recommend it. So, I mean, yeah, it can be more difficult, but I mean, help. Father, I need help. I'm not, I can't think, I can't, not only can't think like Jesus, I can't think clearly. I need your help. Wonder of wonders. He does help. Now you say, how does he help? I don't know. I can't answer that question for you because there are so many different ways that God helps. And there are so many different ways that He helps and so many different times that He helps. Does He help right away? Not always. Sometimes. Do I always know when He's helping? Nah. Sometimes, yeah. Other times, no. One thing I do know that <laughs> one thing I do know is this. That when help does come, we realize that our thoughts are no longer tied to an old way of thinking, but they're tied to a new and better, more loving, more Christ-like way of thinking. And we didn't do it because we tried to increase our efforts or double our efforts. I'm going to double my efforts and triple my efforts and really, really I'm going to fast 10 times I am to. I'm going to pray five hours a day. That'll do it. I mean, yeah, I no. Might be better than drinking or sex or you know, whatever things, lying. But it's, it's is it gonna change the thing? No. What's gonna change the thing is cooperating with the Holy Spirit. You know, have you ever heard a tree grunt while it's growing? Ah, it just grows. But are there times where we have to remove obstacles in order for the tree to grow? Yeah. Are sometimes the obstacles bigger than what we can move? Yes. Thus, we become dependent on God. And you know what? God loves that. I'm going to wrap it up with this relevant story that I had been asking God for in my life because I had reached an impasse, somewhat of a Difficult. I just my my thoughts were not right. My I, w- I was feeling agitated, and I knew that what was happening. I knew it. I just knew it inside that what I was happening, what was what was happening, was I was reaching a point where I'd been before, and I'd made wrong decisions. I had never gone beyond that point. Now I'm talking about being a person. When I was twelve, that's when I came to Jesus. I'm sixty-two, Fifty years, fifty years. That doesn't I mean, I'm not a rookie, okay? And I've been involved in a variety of other things. I could show you my credentials. It's really not the point. I'm measuring myself with Jesus, not with the credentials of other people or other time frames. I'm saying, just in reference, that I have been encountering things for quite some time and this is something that I've encountered and I have not passed this test until recently and I passed the test. But leading up to it, I was desperate and I was, ah, man, I was like tempted to go back to Egypt, so to speak, to go back to my old ways of thinking, living. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? But I didn't. I just, I, I asked God, I said, help. So one morning while I was praying quietly, I was sitting and as I started just began to to have a conversation with God, this incredible joy and love really just engulfed me like an embrace, and it felt so familiar, and yet it felt really ancient, and it was an invitation to go further. That's what it felt like, like, come on with me. And it was joy, and with the joy came strength, and it was the joy of the Lord. And it was his joy in me, and he was doing this advancement with me, not just me doing it. He enjoyed doing it with me. God loves us. We are in a relationship that is not just a figment of our imagination. It's as real as the relationship that you're having with a human being, another person, even more so. I had asked for help and he helped me. Did it come the way that I was anticipating it? I didn't really know what I was anticipating, but it came and helped me and helped me think new thoughts and act new ways toward people toward God himself in my relationship with him, toward myself and to the world around me. And I have checked it out to make sure it's real. And it is real. So that's why I'm sharing it with you. I don't want to talk to you about theory. I want to talk to you about things and share things with you that are actually real. Kind of like one beggar telling another beggar where there's some food. There's some food in this thing about transformation. If you're stuck, ask for help, and then wait. Don't do something stupid. Wait. Don't do something foolish. Wait. How long do you wait? I don't know. How do you wait? I don't know. Take a deep breath and wait. And keep your spiritual eyes and ears open because help is on the way. So, I want to pray right now in this transformation. I shared some scripture with you. It's Romans chapter one and Philippians chapter two. If you want to study them or look at them later, just kind of read over them. Powerful, powerful and powerful. So right now I'd like to pray and then cap things off and call it a day or call it a night whenever you listen to this. All right. Okay. Father, Thank you so much for the reality of relationship with you. I mean, God, it's real, like the breath we breathe, like our skin, what we touch. It. I love you. And I love the fact that you reach out and you touch us in a real and living way. And now, since the time is right, because the time is now, This is the day that you've made. Eternity is now. Transformation is now. It's not something, thank you, God, it's not something that's down the road. Yes, it's down the road, but it's also right now. We can be transformed right now. Thank you, I am being transformed by you, by your spirit, into your likeness. (sighs) Thank you, God. Thank you, ask you for your spirit to fill us, to fill us up with overflowing, so that the overflowing is what we can give, and the full cup is something we can enjoy. Lord, Jesus, we honor you. We use your name in prayer right now. We ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So be it, let it be done. On earth as it is in heaven, kingdom come. All right, folks. I love you. I hope that the rest of your day or evening is a good one and look forward to talking again. Take care. Bye.